Welcome to Blast the Airwaves with Blast Intermediate Unit 17. Here at Blast Intermediate Unit 17, we strive to transform lives and communities through educational services. On this podcast, we will provide you with educational solutions for all, no matter the learning environment. So teachers, administrators, caregivers, what are you waiting for? What would happen if we started questioning what if? What if we had a positive perspective on education? What if we flipped the switch on education? What if we were the solution? Today we have the pleasure of speaking with one of our education consultants at Blast Intermediate Unit 17, Dana Vermilia. Dana also specializes in assistive technology and helps in our efforts to increase STEM and computer science across the region. Dana, thanks so much for joining us today to discuss educational solutions for all. Specifically, we're going to be discussing what remote learning can look like for our learners with diverse needs. Are you ready to blast the airwaves, Dana? I sure am. Thanks, Becky. Why don't we start by telling us if you could tell us a little bit about your role here in education and maybe how it's evolved and changed as a result of the pandemic. Well, I am, as you said already, an educational consultant and I work a lot with assistive technology. Uh, Another role that I have fulfilled here at the IU and continue to do is speech and language therapy. So as a result of the pandemic, I'm finding that we're needing a lot more online tools, but I'm also seeing a little bit of a decrease in my requests for assistive technology assistance uh, for teams in the school districts, partially because schools are hesitant to bring extra folks in, I think, but also maybe because everybody's using technology. So they're trying to build some of these tools in for everybody and also maybe because the students aren't there with them so they're not seeing some of the areas of need as quickly Um, while the teachers are doing an awesome job of working to meet all the needs of their students it is a really tricky time yeah i mean we all know how difficult it is for educators right now but it's interesting that you bring up Uh, the accessibility for all almost it's almost like now teachers are forced to think about all these different ways and it's not just specifically for this student but now all students so it's it's kind of unique in that way of thinking of it I think that's one of the things that we can almost consider a blessing from this is the need to look at that accessibility for all piece and building those accessibility features in right from the start Mm -hmm find that all students have a lot more success when those features are available to them so by building that in because of this virtual world uh, we're really meeting the needs of more of our students right from the start right right so my next question here i'm a teacher let's say i'm a teacher and like what recommendations or suggestions would you have for me to reach my learners with these diverse needs i know we you and i've spent a lot of time recently with the udl framework the universal design for learning so what recommendations or suggestions would you have for me well that would be my first and foremost would be to take um, some time to increase your knowledge if you don't already have it of the udl framework and what that means because providing these options for engagement, action and expression and representation for your students right from the beginning 
um, really does help all of our students. And the one thing we have learned as educators is um, there is no average. Average really doesn't exist. So when we're building a lesson for the average learner, that learner really isn't there. Um, all of our kids are diverse, right? We are the most diverse country. Um, and we need to embrace that as one of our strengths and utilize that UDL framework to reach all of our students' needs. The other thing would be is use your resources. There's a ton of resources out there from great um, sites and things like that, but also, again, like those of us here at the IU, um, Chris Baer and myself are available for assistive technology considerations. If you need more assistance with understanding UDL, there's other educational consultants to support you through through this process. And you know, don't be afraid to reach out and ask questions. There's a ton of tools there, mm -hmm. but sometimes working your way through them and trying to figure out where you want to start or what might meet your needs and the needs of your learners is is a bit overwhelming. For sure, I I can't even imagine where to start. I know with working with you, um, you really have made me open my eyes and think about okay, when I'm designing a lesson, or even if I'm designing for now like a professional development, having that UDL framework not just for students but also our educators, you know, uh, and planning with that mm -hmm. in mind first. So I that's one of my biggest takeaways when I've been working with you with UDL. So. Awesome. Great. Well, we um, usually take some questions from the field. And so, Dana, what is one tool you would recommend for remote learning right now? I know you have tons, but what's one yeah. your go-to? It's really hard to just pick one. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of our schools, our Google school, are using Google. Mm -hmm. um, so there are some accessibility features built into Google or extensions uh, that can be added to the Google platform to support our students. Um, the uh, text to speech, excuse me, I said that backwards. The speech to text features mm -hmm. that are built into Google are pretty effective. So if you have students that struggle with writing, that might be something to consider for those longer assignments and things like that for them. Now that a lot of our kids are one-to-one -one with devices um, and looking into those extensions for Google that will allow the uh, text-to-speech or you know even just different tools that will limit how much is on the page for distractors um, different tools like that. There are some tools that you can use for highlighting features. Uh, read and write for Google is something that our right. educators can get a free account for, just one account. But as an educator, if you sign up through your school email, uh, they will verify that you're a teacher and they will give you full access to their full program. So that might be something to take some time and, and work with that gives a lot of features to help our diverse learners. Really all kids can benefit from that. Yeah, that that one uh, is really fantastic. And I've been hearing a lot of great things about that, uh, that program right there. So that's a lot that teachers can, can dive into. I never realized until I started working at the intermediate unit, um, a lot of the different accessibility features. And when you're planning assignments and thinking about things, I never realized how much that you should think about and consider like like you said not having as much clutter on a page or you know 
any of that stuff. I never realized it when I was in the classroom. So I think the key piece to that, sorry, I think the key piece to that really is knowing the devices that your students are using mm -hmm. and looking at what features are built in. We, we have a lot of features that are already built into these devices. Now they're improving that really each year. Right. So kind of taking some time to get to know that and see what's already built in. You can increase your cursor size. You can change the color. You know, you can change your screen color. All of those things that different students benefit from. Uh, and just taking the time to check that stuff out really might make a difference for your students. Yeah, and what, what for us we think are little changes might be a huge difference to students. And I think that's important to keep in mind. So awesome. Well, now it's time for our favorite part. Well, I know it's definitely one of my favorite parts to get to know our um, guests on the show, our Blast Five. We're going to blast you with five rapid questions, Dana, for you to quickly answer. And they are all related to the topic that we're discussing or just even your personal opinion too. Um, are you ready for this? I hope so. <laughs> all right. The first one, what is your favorite resource? For me personally, it's my statewide AT group. So that's not something that everybody can access, but uh, I access that regularly. Awesome. Your favorite strategy? Oh, that's a hard one. My favorite strategy, I guess it depends on uh, what the area of need is. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a go-to. Oh, that's tricky. For me personally, I would say, um, you know, speech to text with like voice recording and things like that. That's something that I use a lot. I use it with my kids if they have big projects like that don't require writing, but that they have to put things together for it to lessen their stress over that. For sure, for sure. What about your favorite read? I know you're an avid reader. What is your favorite read? I don't really have a favorite read, but recently I read The Things We Cannot Say. I loved it. Historical uh, oh. And it kind of relates to my job because there's a student in the book with autism uh, who uses a communication device. Interesting. Great. And your favorite website right now? Probably Google because I can look things up. Everything, right? Everything. But I also enjoy practical AAC, the blog, and some of the tips and things they do on there. Okay. And the last one, what is your favorite color? green mm. you do wear a lot of green i do but that's awesome different shades hues i'm a big fan of green wonderful well dina we cannot thank you enough for your time today and we know our listeners enjoyed it too i'm sure that they're going to want to possibly connect with you in the future uh what are some best ways for our listeners to connect with you are they able to reach out via twitter or would you prefer email i can drop your email in the show notes um, absolutely. Email is probably the quickest. I am on Twitter. It's at Dana V S L P. Although my presence there depends on the busyness of my day. No so, problem. Uh, email though, definitely if you have questions or want some support with things from me. Wonderful. So this has been a blast, Dana. Again, no pun intended, but thank you for taking some time today to connect with us and our listeners. It was a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Take care. And I'm sure that you and I will be talking soon. Great. Thanks. We would like to thank you for blasting the airwaves with us today. 
If you like the show, please subscribe or leave a review. If you want to know more, check out www.iu17.org for further resources and show notes. As always, we want to thank you for what you do every single day. Remember, keep shining. We'll be back next episode to provide you another educational solution for all as we continue to transform lives and communities through educational services.